0: Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it. Now, Noble Gold has put together this incredible collection of American Eagle 22-karat gold coins so you can say a huge thank you. This could be a gift for you or for people you love. And nothing says you're extraordinary. More like getting this four-coin set of rare-prized Augusta St. Godin's Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive important coins are bullion-proof grade, authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the American Eagle design next year. So you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around. So it's a first-come, first-served basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Welcome, that's the place you've landed and we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. The first segment of our show is brought to you by Noble Gold. Yes, I believe the dollar is going to crash. Yes, we're going to have hyperinflation before it happens. And yes, you can prepare for it. Can you totally step out of the way of ruination? No, no, when your nation sinks, you get a little bit wet. But Noble Gold can help you prepare and diversify like they have me four times over. And they can help you as many times over as you want. They're not pushy. They're just good at what they do. And what will they do? Well, they'll ensure your IRA and 401k doesn't fail. And they know how to do it. And they'll teach you how to do it. And they also will make sure that you're diverse in your investments and you don't have very much money in the bank beyond monthly spending. Hey, trust me. This is the way you want to go. If you want to come out the other side of this hellhole that we're going to go through you really want to trust noble gold call them 877 646 646 5347 so we're laying down the golden road okay thank you noble gold for sponsoring the show we have the doug and dave intel report uh doug thornton former dhs uh kind of a former wrecker that was how we hit him and you know. What a funny, listen, and i got to share this. I got an email after Doug first came out. We did our first show. Dave, I thought you were full of blank. This guy's real. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of real people here that we talk to. Unfortunately, some of them can't come out because it would be the end of their job or in some cases, the end of their life. So anyway, Doug, welcome to the show. Uh, isn't it nice to know that people know that you're a real human being?
1: well you know uh, it, it's nice so far I haven't had any of those creepy meetings uh, yet but then again I've only you know been doing this for what a month now so uh, you know it's not bad uh, it's just it's so weird going from the dynamic of everyday law enforcement and doing other different kinds of stuff to now sitting at my house uh, you know being a stay at home dad working on my farm and yelling on the microphone for an hour every day but Man, life's good. I can't really complain too much. Uh, you know, Wrecker's still alive. Wrecker's still good and well. Uh, I recently just did a show, if everyone wants to to learn a little bit, episode 12 uh, aired today, should be airing actually pretty soon. And I broke down for an hour straight what Wrecker thinks the American patriot needs to look at for gear, how I would arm the populace if I had to. I broke it down line by line, itemized it, gave you prices, told you where to buy it. If you're interested, if you need something to listen to, uh, please check out episode 12. Maybe it'll educate you a little bit. And I got a lot more of that type of stuff coming. But uh, right now, Dave, we have some complaints.
0: Hey, before you go further, I need to plant a, a seed here. Uh-oh. We're done with our soon-to-be Intel report here where we're going to put new information out um we need to have a talk off air i just got a really good show idea but anyway if i don't say that now and say it to you i'm gonna forget okay so <laughs> all right so doug I-, I know where we're going okay and by, it's so good i can say your name on air folks i can't tell you the number of times i would screw up and not call him record and say doug and he said hey you messed up here at this point and we'd have to go in and edit it out <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad to be done with that okay my friend where are we going
1: All right, so I just got off a phone call, about an hour-and-a-half phone call with a buddy of mine who's a a GS-14. He's a high-ranking guy in uh, the federal government. He works for the Corps of Engineers, and they just got the uh, the final notice that if they do not bow down and take the vaccines, that they will be warned, then they'll be reprimanded, and if they still don't uh, take the vaccine they will be fired. Not only will they be fired, but they'll lose their benefits, potentially not be able to even retire and get retirement, and also be barred from uh, joining any other federal agency. So, you know, when we talk about this, man, we're talking about a guy who is a senior-level engineer in the Corps of Engineers, and there there are probably dozens or hundreds of these guys out there, and we don't have that many, and... You know, why would you? Why in the hell would you fire the engineers? What about our roads, our dams? What about Build Back Better? Yeah, the builders. Yeah. It it makes no sense. But who you gonna replace them with? The yuppie who believes anything that the government tells them, who doesn't think for themselves? Well, I can tell you that uh, my friend's boss, who just got selected into their. Uh, director's position he is a government stooge of a left man came out of uh, came out of DC uh, he is an absolute yes man knows nothing about the job and almost immediately uh, starts targeting my friend because uh, you know he doesn't like the way he's being talked to my friend is also a retired army ranger so he may talk a little gruff here and there but you gotta understand Uh, when you have people with experience in what they're doing and who have real world experience and then you take the traditional government stooge yes man who gets promoted in that high elite position and tries to start making these stupid decisions you're going to have people from the field in the workforce who are going to tell you you're making a stupid decision you may not like it or not but trust the people with experience and once again we're talking about you know dams, we're talking about railroads, roads, highways, uh you know skyscraper buildings, pipelines, gas lines. Why in the world would you start firing these people? but remember this: this is the federal government. this is Joe Biden's government. so when uh you know the people in the Corps of Engineers get fired, it's not just the Corps of Engineers. It's your Social Security workers, your IRS workers, the people who work at Department of State, the people who work for Department of Justice, the people who work in the prisons, uh, the people who work for the FBI, ATF, DEA, the CIA, NSA, you have DHS, CBP, uh, you have FPS, you have uh, ICE, HSI, Border Patrol, and Secret Service, uh, U.S. Marshals, the court system, all these things that it takes to make the government function, we're going to have an exodus of people who are either going to be forced to retire, who are going to be forced to quit, or who are going to be fired. Who replaces these people? A lot of times, like in my position, it took almost two and a half years if you even got selected for the position and you passed all the background checks and the medical background, it took almost two and a half years to get that person up, off the ground, fully trained and competent in what they're doing. So, you know, good luck, Biden, with firing half the government. We also have DOD, Dave. DOD is going to be greatly affected. And who are you going to replace all these people with? We're coming into a point in time where russia and china are literally wanting to go to war with us uh maybe terrorism within the united states is going to be back on the rise and we have a complete economic meltdown that's happening with the u.s petrol dollar and you also want to fire half the government this is suicide dave why would you why would you go through with that
0: are you asking me a serious question or is this rhetorical
1: I guess it's hyperbolic at this point. Okay, well, I'll
0: give you my view. Build back better means you have to build something back better from what it was, and for it to be better, something had to be worse. This this is what communists typically do. Marxist communists come in. They don't want the civil war with bodies. They're doing the civil war in other ways, and they're destroying America every way they can. You've got uh, uh, Soros prosecutors. They won't prosecute anybody. I read one guy was in New York City, three felonies in 36 hours, ROR in all all three cases. That means no bail. And so they're destroying America. And then they're going to put it into their communist utopia. So this is why they're doing what they're doing. They don't care how many engineers get fired. They don't have to care how doctors and nurses can't practice and there's a medical shortage. They don't care. They don't care that there's a military that's uh, not able to defend the country now because, what, 350,000 are going to be gone? Hey, they're fine living under the communist Chinese, or so they think. That's the answer.
1: Well, I mean, to, to make things worse, something really, as I saw, the commandant of the Marine Corps said that the Marine Corps is going to start reflecting the politics of the United States and the people of the United States currently. Okay, so for starters, scary that is all types of, like, bad alarms going off in my head the Marine Corps either needs to stay the world's most elite small units fighting force and be fierce and feared. Or what are you going to do? Castrate and and neuter them, and, you know, dye their hair green and red and purple and tell them that they can be any penguin of the, of the rainbow they want to be. This is the military. Don't play around with the people who protect your nation. That is self suicide. But Dave, It is built back better. That is the point. We have to completely lower our defenses in this country in order to be effectively taken over or just effectively taken off the game field. We don't have to be necessarily invaded in order to be not even worth the fight. You know, once I guess you would say that when the population of the United States becomes more lethal and effective militarily than the military does. We have a serious problem. That's
0: what Obama said. We need to build a national security force that's just as strong, just as well armed, just as numerous as our US military. Remember that? Remember that statement? No. Well,
1: that's... you already had that. You had all the bubbas, you know, from one county to the other, east coast to the west coast, raised on, you know, their deer rifles and shotguns. At all the veterans and all the cops and all the red blooded Americans. We already had that. But what he's talking about is Antifa. What he's talking about is the Black Lives Matter movement, the extremists, the ideal the ideological extremists like the brown shirts and the Nazi movements. That's really what he was talking about. Well, he's he was also a... talking
0: about the OFS,
1: his personal yeah, was... army. He was never talking about anything that was patriotic because the man detested America. Just like most of the people within the government right now, apparently, who detest America. Dave, let me ask you something. You know a little bit about the Constitution, don't you? A little bit, yeah. Just just a little bit? I know how much uh, we've lost, yeah. What, is, is there something somewhere in the Constitution that talks about a militia?
0: I can't recall. Yes, is that the, the Second the, Amendment. Is?
1: Second amendment. A well right? regulated militia. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that's what it, that's what it was. I mean it's it's hanging right here on my wall in an 18 by 24. What's funny is that within the Second Amendment, right after the first, it says a well regulated militia. However, right now within our government, if you are part of a militia of any kind. You're going to be targeted, you're going to be spied upon by the government because the government is in fear of militias because militias all want to take over and they want to subvert the U.S. Constitution or they want to destroy the United States or whatever boogeyman crap they want to make up now. Does it not make you nervous when the government says militias are the problem in the country, when militias were the problem for the king of England.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a reaction to that here. Let let me read the whole thing in context here. Second Amendment, very short. A well-regulated militia, and see, if you just stop there, you might think, well, it's limited to the organization like the National Guard, but it's not. Listen, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people. See, now we get it down to the citizen level, and that's where everyone has a right to own a gun the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Doesn't say you'll have gun registration, doesn't say you'll limit magazine capacity, all these suppressors, none of this other stuff. But here's, here's to me what they're afraid of. In Lexington and Concord, when the British knew the uh, Re- Revolutionary War was coming, they marched on Lexington and Concord to get the guns. That was their sole objective. And they didn't get a lot of resistance at their first step. But as they went across the bridge to the second stop, they got their asses handed to them. And as a result, it was the citizen militia, the Minutemen, that stood up and chased the British back to Boston. And we preserved guns in that region to carry on the revolution. That's why they're afraid of militia. They're afraid of us banding together. Let let me just take a second and explain this. We've already practiced against it. They're afraid that all these veterans and people like you and people like me who will take an interest will band together and have a militia, which right here, the Second Amendment says you can do that. And they're afraid we'll stand up to their unconstitutional tyranny. Now, they practiced for this in Jade Helm 16. And I'm going to have to do a big expose on Jade Helm 16 on my website because it's coming up too often now. Jade Helm 16, in large part, was about combating, and I quote, disaffected ex-American military who were guerrilla chieftains and they had exercises to fight against ex-military americans who were in rebellion against some kind of order from the government and that's why they're afraid of the militia they're afraid of us rising up for what they practiced against in jade home 16
1: well you know you're exactly right when you say that and You would think that a red-blooded, patriotic American government who appreciates their veterans, who appreciates their citizens, who wants to uphold the Constitution and defend it from all enemies, foreign and domestic, you would think that they would turn that inward and say, well, domestic also means me, the government. The government should actually be using checks and balances to protect itself from itself. We have people within our government that want to destroy the country, not the government, the country. Because we have become the government of the United States and no longer the United States. That really there lies in the problem. We now have a government who says more or less, hey, because of a virus or because of this new virus, we're not going to let you go outside. We're not going to let you work. In fact, we're going to do our best to get you fired from your work and have your retirement taken away from you. And then we're going to think of every reason why we need to take your guns. And then we're going to, you know, take your land so that you can't move out of cities and suburbs. And then we're going to block the water. And also we're going to, you know, why don't we just use the EPA to arrest you for using water that runs across your own land? The worst thing the government did was give itself more and more power. And the problem is we keep letting the government have this demonstrative amount of power and we don't vote in people that will take that power back and give it back to we the people because they don't trust that we the people can govern ourselves and you know maybe to an extent there is a there's a little bit of truth behind that but states rights are completely diminished now you know, our, our courts don't know which way to elect. Uh, we're driven more by politics than by policy. And the federal laws seem to just get crazier and crazier with every new uh, Emergency Powers Act that gets announced. What happens whenever this new Omicron gets here and they say, oh, well, we're shutting down travel. We're shutting down highways. We're shutting down interstates. We're going to blockade states that oppose the uh, the Biden regime, so that they can't spread their disease to other states. That's what we heard in 2020, and we saw that also with Obama when Obama wanted to try and take on Texas because we wouldn't go through with something. They wanted to stop us from being able to use our our own airports. You know, we have a runaway government, and we don't have a system to recall the government. We have a system to recall. The senators and congressmen, though it's never really used effectively for whatever reason. But we don't have a, a, a way to recall the government. We have the deep state actors that are not the congressmen, that are not the senators. They're in the United States government that are, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say a lot of them, I would just say evil from the way they act, because they subvert the United States within itself. They violate Constitution happily. They're more than happy with subjugating the American people than they are freeing them. And I think it all rotates back to communism. Communism fears freedom. It cannot allow that breath of air that is liberty to be breathed. It It has to strangle it at every point because as long as we have freedom and we have liberty, then we have a motivation to stand up for what is right in this country. And right now, we can see easily that uh, good is bad, and bad is good, and boys can be girls, and girls can be cats, and and dogs can be people. Nothing makes sense anymore. And I feel like it's only getting stupider with our government. And I hate to say it, I don't see us going back from this. I want to say that we could have the right kind of election, and maybe we could win things. But hey, just look at your state, man elections don't have any real power anymore so when people don't even believe in the system what is the country at that point dave how would you describe a country that doesn't even enforce its own laws it doesn't respect the sanctity of its own elections and it's more than willing to violate the freedoms of its people
0: well what i've learned is collectively personal greed can be blended together to undermine the rule of law And what it means is we have no rule of law. Uh, The one thing I'm going to say, and people may not like this, but it's true. We are absolutely in a civil war. Just the bodies aren't piling up in large numbers. But it's about the destruction of America. The same as if howitzers were taking down buildings. We're taking down institutions. We're taking down schools. We're separating kids from their parental authority. I could go on and on and on. The bottom line is we are in the middle of a Bolshevik revolution with Nazi overtones in this country. That's what's going on.
1: Yeah, and every system that was out there that would fight back against it is being targeted by the government. You know, let's let's use the uh, Project Veritas James O'Keefe example. How dare James O'Keefe and his great investigative company Come up with any type of dirt on any type of politician that is trying to subvert the United States, that is trying to subvert we, the people. They used the FBI to come after him. And, you know, what was it about, Dave? It was supposedly because there's a diary out there from Ashley Biden, Joe Biden's daughter, that within that diary, she discussed how Joe Biden molested her when she was younger no one likes to hear that i don't like to hear that but there was enough evidentiary truth within that to mobilize the federal law enforcement greatest investigative wing in the world the fbi to raid his home and another reporter's home to find this diary however however we took four years to debunk the gate. Hillary Clinton was able to walk free after committing 18 felonies, both those fiascos by the FBI. But yet they're more than willing to ransack and to, you know, spy rig into somebody's house, beat the door down, warrantless arrest, whatever they want to do to get a diary to hide what Joe Biden possibly have done or to hide, you know, maybe a, a gun violation that hunter biden did whenever he illegally bought a gun and threw it into a trash can and then the secret service had to go dumpster diving for it we cannot keep allowing the people that are in these elected positions to continue to destroy this country but what options do we have dave
0: oh that's a good question what options do we have um could have shoulda, woulda. We should have all rebelled on election night. Seriously. Seriously. But we didn't. And, um, Trump didn't feel empowered by the people to take action. Um, we should be boycotting. This is the Hodges plan. I've talked about this at length. I'll give you the overview. Don't shop in corporate stores. Don't put your kids in government schools, uh, Try to be off the grid as much as possible. And I'm talking more financially than in terms of power. Um, earn your money from untraceable sources. In other words, starve this government to death. Don't pay Don't pay your taxes. I'm in the system. I really couldn't do that. But there's still a lot of people that could. Uh, the other thing I would say is that, meanwhile, you mount a Viet Cong kind of resistance that will be multi-generational. And we wear them down. Just like the Viet Cong wore down the French, just like they wore us down. Um, that's what it's going to take to get our country back. Um, are people going to do it? Hell no. <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The the I mean, just look at the game of football, Doug. It's been so sissified that I can hardly stand to watch it now. What? That's pass interference? That's an illegal hit? That's roughing the quarterback? God, I wish I had that rule in place when I was playing quarterback. We have a bunch of sissies in our society today. A bunch of systems. Well,
1: well, luckily, the UFC and rugby hasn't taken that effect yet. But, you know, and we were told at one point that, you know, the NFL superstars, the NBA superstars, these were like heroes to look up to for kids. My kids are not allowed to look up to these athletes, these overpaid actors as uh, any type of hero or idolize them at all, period. And I think one problem with that is, for one thing, the father and the mother are the ones who should be the heroes within these child's uh, eyes. But you know that that comes down to the real problem with America is that we're so busy with our careers. We're so busy with trying to retire and live the you know the last five or ten years of your life uh, because people now are you know they're not retiring until they're in their late sixties, early seventies. So, you know, you're so busy trying to live the way that government corporations have told you to live for so long that you stopped wondering what it was like to live dangerously. You stopped trying to go out and live that freedom that people fought and died for. Instead, you're, you're stuck in the bureaucracy that is the government and it is the government way of life. And we need to get away from that. I've said this time and time again. I think you agree with me. America needs to go back to the great frontier. America needs to put their phones down, turn off their Internet. They need to go out into the wilderness and try and make a fire with their hands and survive one night. That's what Americans need to start doing. And it may be a simple practice. Uh, It may be, you know, a little bit annoying but those type of skills that you that I'm talking about, just simple bushcraft skills, uh, they can save your life at any moment in time of the day when you get into so, some sort of a really bad shape. And right now, that bad shape that we're looking at is, hey, let's talk about it. EMP happening, knocking out the power, uh, critical infrastructure being taken down by you know rampant DDoS attacks or some sort of a cybercrime attack. Uh Espionage within our own government, uh, uh, civil war, World War III, the volcanoes, uh, the earthquakes, a uh, meteorite or asteroid hits, uh, aliens evade. any example that we can give you that the government is talking about, and the aliens thing is is, is a real thing. Uh, even any of these that we that we give no. you, this is still a great example for why you need to separate yourself. From the technology that has completely enslaved you, it's doing what it was meant to do, which was to capture your attention, take it off of your kids, take it off of your loved ones, take it off of the wilderness that taught you how to be brave and bold and and daring and to teach you how to be a slave. That is what we need to break. It's those people that live that way, like me, like a bunch of others, that the government most fears because we are the undesirables. We're the less controlled ones. And this government, the United States government, for a while, has been about gaining as much control over the American people as possible. If that wasn't true, then why would Joe Biden be signing in a bill to take 240 million acres and turning it into federal land? And then another... 200 million acres and turning that into federal land that will be used for solar power. You know, 400 plus million acres is states a little bit bigger than Texas. So if we spread that throughout 50 states, well, 49 here, if we spread that throughout 49 states, all those people who are trying to move out of the cities and out of the suburbs to rediscover the you know dangerous freedoms that america has been giving you you're not going to have that land anymore it doesn't help that bezos and some of these other idiots have went out and bought all that land as well look at it like this dave there is a collaborated attack upon what it means to be an american and they're hitting us from every single corner and facet of life that they can from dividing the family from uh unfair unjust laws uh, rules and regulations that are just completely preposterous uh, taking, trying to take away your second amendment, your first <laughs> amendment doing away with your fourth and fifth amendment saying that the constitution is a living <clears> document <throat> and that we can change it whenever we feel like you start doing these things you no longer live in the United States you live in the government of the United States because last time I checked it's, this is we the people not you, the government, I give it back to you,
0: well, you're right about that. That is what we become you, the government. we're going to step aside real quick for a break here. We've got to pay the bills, and uh you got to pay the bills, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just ask you a question: Do you want to trust the fate Fade of your family you- well, oh you know what you're right, sorry about that um, <laughs> uh hey, good job, man. The rookie corrects the veteran. great job <laughs> I've lived so long, doug, I'm going to take lessons, okay. Uh, by the way, we are going to talk about how I can get your show up here. But uh, that's another topic. Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, do you want to trust a government that left a thousand Americans behind enemy lines to be butchered, slaughtered, whatever they're going to do to them, whatever they're doing to them now? Of course you don't. So what you need to do, there, there's um, a couple of things we want to look at along those lines. You can't trust this government. This government doesn't care whether you live or die. In fact, honestly, a lot of them would like to see a lot of you dead. That's just how they act. I mean, just judging by their actions. So first thing I want to ask you is, do you have enough food? How much do you need? Well, Bob Griswold, uh, expert on survival, says two years. Daisy, Luther, two years. Uh, You can all do what you can do. I mean, you can't get there, you can't get there, but you got to try to get there. And you've got to be independent of these people. And you hear Doug and I talking about the independence part of it. You need to get out of their grasp. You go into a camp to get food, you may not be coming out. by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. Seriously, you listen to shows like this, they know. You're not coming out. So what I'm telling you is the storable food is there. We're one of the few that's left standing. A lot of our so-called competitors, and I don't look at them as competitors because there's a big market, but some of our competitors are out of business now, or they've really slowed down. We're still going, but with hyperinflation, government regulation, world events, I can't say we're going to be going forever. That would be arrogant, and it would be misleading. You need to act while you can act, and you need to act now. You get restaurant-quality food from us. It's high-calorie. That's what you want in survival food. It's not organic. We've been criticized. It's not organic. you gain weight. No, no, no. You want to keep the weight on. That's why you have the survival food. So, 25-year shelf life. Okay? It tastes really good. Uh, There's diversity in the food. Better than buying the grocery store where you'll buy all one thing and be sick of it in a month. Nope, you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner with lots of different choices. And right now, the 90-day bug-out package, the emergency kit, is $100 off. That's a great deal. You go, well, I need more than 90 days. Yeah, you stockpile your order. You see, if you can bug out with it, you can also store it. So it's multi-purpose. Stockpile your order, $100 off all the way through the order, and do it now. Do it now while you still can preparewithdave.com is where you want to go, preparewithdave.com. And one other thing, too, I mentioned getting trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. And you've no doubt heard Steve Quayle and I talking about um, the MRSAT sat phone. And uh, it's the answer to not being censored. It's hard to take down, folks. This is going to be around a lot longer than the Internet, your your landline, your Internet uh, communications with regard to cell phones. It's going to be a lot longer lasting than that. And my greatest fear is not having communication. And we also have a little service on here called the Galileo system. And you can find all about that when you start to research this. But the Galileo system are updates. People like Steve Quayle, myself, Mike Adams, Doug Hagman are putting um, releases out every single day about news releases. We're trying to get the public conditioned that if they take everything down, this is where you go for news. But the biggest thing with a sat phone is you'll be able to communicate. My greatest fear is they'll do a, a city shutdown. There'll be no warning. 30 minutes later, it's done. How will you rally with your family if you're in different parts of a city? That's my point. And what if you're in a remote location, cell phone's not working? Well, all you need is this guy with a sat phone. So I can give you a million and one reasons and it's not expensive. You don't use it to chit-chat, but I'm going to say this and I want to say this very, very, very clearly. Okay, I pay one-fourth the cost of my average cell phone bill a month. I pay on my sat phone. And like I said, I don't chit-chat on it. It's for emergencies, and occasionally I'll test it, and I'll read my alerts. But I'm going to tell you right now that if you don't have it, you're going to wish you had. Here's a number to call to find out more, 855-980-5830, 855-980-5830. Tell them I told you to call. One more thing here. You notice everything that we make available to our audience is about survival. It's about enhancing your life. We turn down 90% of the advertising that comes our way because this is why the show exists. We're talking to Doug Horton, uh, former DHS, current talk show host for Global Star Radio Network. His show airs 11 p.m. Eastern Time, that's eight on the West Coast, on Global Star Radio Network, and you can certainly find that by a search. And uh, we're, we're gonna start airing his shows. He's doing a really good job. I've gotten terrific reports out of there. Um, So, Doug, um, the show itself, you haven't had any guests yet, have you? No, I haven't. Uh, I mean, that's a complimentary question, though. I I mean, I don't think people want to hear me talk for an hour. But, see, (laughs) I don't have your experience. I haven't been in combat, okay, other than maybe dating. But I haven't been in combat. I haven't uh, ever served in federal law enforcement or any kind of law enforcement,
1: So, you got a million stories to tell. Well, I got a lot of experience, you know, and I've been around the block a time or two, I've been around the world a time or two, and there's not a lot of guys that are within my age group because I'm 34. Uh, There's not a lot of guys within my age group who have that experience and are also coming out into the media and talking. You know, this is a dangerous career, Dave, and, and, you know, we know that. We know how dangerous uh, coming out and talking about the things that you and I talk about openly. We know how dangerous that can be, and we know just how deranged the leftists are. So I really don't care. Uh, I'm going to tell the truth no matter what, if you like it or not. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to share you, share with you my experiences. And I, the thing about it is, and, and Aristotle said this, I can't teach everybody everything. I'm just going to try and make you think. I want you to think outside the box. I want you to get out of your comfort zone. And I want you to hear stories from guys like me who lived in that non-comfort zone, For the last almost 16 years, I I want you to understand that there are people with experiences out there who are willing to teach you how to survive, how to fight back, how to better prepare, how to be a farmer like I am now, uh, how to have a home defense, how to be prepared for active shooter situations or active terrorist situations like we've seen recently in Waukesha, Wisconsin. I have a lot of experience in to me it would be selfish to sit here and not be able to speak about it i could talk about the ufc i could talk about sports i could talk about philosophy but you know there's a bunch of other really good guys who do that for me i'm going to give you my shared experiences and uh you know there's not that many guys out there that are really doing it and i encourage more of the veteran and law enforcement community man if you are a guy or gal and you've Feel the need to pull away. If God is pulling you away from this career, trust me, do it. Do it. uh, Leap into it with faith, but pray to God before you do it and share your experiences. Share the head knowledge that you have gathered. And, you know, we we only come together stronger as a nation when everybody on every facet of living comes together. just because i was prior law enforcement doesn't mean that i want to divide myself from the rest of the community i'm I'm here for the community i want to be a part of the community what i see now is a problem with the law enforcement being afraid of the community and thinking of everyone as a suspect everyone is a criminal everyone's a potential terrorist that is no longer hyper vigilance that is paranoia And that is the realm that our government is currently operating in. And it's dangerous, Dave. It's very dangerous. But once again, you're not going to hear a guy like me speaking on Fox News. You hear a lot of other political pundits who may have some careers and some things here and there, but they're not going to openly talk about the things I talk about. Because for one thing, it is a little dangerous. Two, you know, some of them are just boring. I'm going to go ahead and say some are just boring, but... The problem is a lot of them don't feel the need or want to communicate their knowledge to people anymore because they want you to pay for their knowledge. And, you know, if you're good at something, never do it for free. I understand that. But I have so much knowledge that I think I can share to, you know, the layman or just, you know, reconnect with veterans and cops and, you know, patriots that are out there. And that's my goal. My goal is absolutely to continue to uphold my oath to protect this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And unfortunately, right now, I'm focusing on the domestic because they think we're all the enemy. So the best way that I can honestly prepare the people is to have them be mentally and physically prepared for whatever this government, this world throws at us. Because right now, we're in dire straits. It, I I honestly think it's only going to get worse and Dave I'll let you I'll let you take over after this but I still believe that we potentially can come within a civil conflict that may turn into a civil war before 2024. if we have another year like 2020, if we have a great depression where the dollar is completely devalued, uh, you know if we start completely throwing law out the window, if we do another year's worth of lockdown, Dave, I think Americans are going to lose their mind. Let me give it back to you.
0: Well, they are preparing for the lockdown. I've been talking about this now for eight months. The state of Arizona has distributed what they call care money to certain counties, which means that's lockdown mitigation, and this is after we're opening up. doesn't make any sense. So they are clearly planning to lock us down. I don't know if it's going to be Omicron or what the deal is going to be. Oh, I don't see where the fight comes from, though. See, right now, I'll tell you, Doug, here's my mindset on this. I was hopeful at one time the military would rise up and stand up, and then the people would join them, and then, okay, bring it on, foreign forces, bring it on, UN. And I thought that's might what would happen, and I would have said that was the likely scenario of the week after the election. Now we need to take, I think, the long view We need to ask the question, can my M-16 take down your F-16? And I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that what we have to do is outlast them. This is a multi-generational fight now. And this is why I focused on the writings. I've done a lot on how the Viet Cong resisted. And I'm not even talking militarily. How they resisted culturally and socially. How they took care of traitors on their own. Um, This is where I think we're at. We have lost any tactical advantage to take our country back i don't see a civil war now the other side i think anticipates this this is why they want to purge us and they may force things to the surface and if they start the purge and this is what they got to be careful of if they come after people like you and me and there's the death camps and then the word gets out then you might see some military resistance you might i don't know But I'm not optimistic we can formally stand up to this tyranny right now. It's going to be an indirect resistance until we wear them down. And people don't like me saying that. They go, oh, Hodges, you're wussing out. You're such a pansy. You know, you couldn't fight your way out of a wet paper bag. I mean, these are things that have been said to me. And I'm saying, okay, Doug, I'll say this to you. If you disagree with me, uh, and that's okay, we're allowed to disagree. This is America. Then show me where the resistance will come from. I don't see it.
1: No, the, and that type of resistance against the tyrannical government doesn't come from the soccer ball. It doesn't come from the PTA meetings. It comes from men and women who are living and dying on a war zone, period. And how many people in this country are willing to pick up a rifle and fight against the tyrannical government? Not saying to do that right now. Okay, so you know, stop writing so fast and recording what I'm saying, FBI. But I'm telling you, is that when we have that complete dictatorial tyrannical government the authoritarian government that is communism that starts to put its political descendants into communist ran gestapo camps gulags whatever you concentration camps whatever you want to call it when that starts and family members of yours start disappearing and then it's your loved one who said or whispered something in the town square and got ratted on because that person, if they didn't tell it, then they could be disappeared. We saw this in China. We saw this in Germany. History does repeat itself. When it comes down to that, will it be too late for the military? I don't think so. And unfortunately, within the government, there's an old joke it's a very morbid joke but there's an old joke that we always said it always takes a group of people to start dying for anything to change It always takes uh, you know a series of, of cops to start dying in order to finally get approved the budget to buy extra ballistic protection or to have better rifles or to have better training or you know it always takes this one thing this one tragic loss, uh, for us to start more security procedures but at that point in time with technology that we have now and with a complete subverting of American laws what <coughs> does it take for you to finally start about the complete destruction of your country from within you keep voting in the same people who want to destroy your country Do you really want the country ran by Black Lives Matter and by Antifa? Do you really want the country to be ran by the Mexican cartel? Do you really want the country to be ran by the pedophile islands and the human trafficking and the drug lords? Do you really want the corrupt politicians? Do you really want Gotham as America? Because that is the direction we're going. And that is also the echoes down the the corridors of You know every backlit road in a democratic city. It looks like Gotham. Go to San Francisco. It was it. It's been, gosh, almost 12 years since I've been in San Francisco. Uh, I I was at the Travis Air Force Base uh, for a recruitment fair there, and I decided to go to San Francisco. Never went there. I wanted to see what it looked like, and it looked pretty nice. It didn't. I didn't see a big homeless society. I didn't see transient populations everywhere. I didn't see, you know, a bunch of crime everywhere. It was fairly clean. It was very frustrating to try and get out of that city. However, look at it now. It is an island of crazy people. You, They have an application on your phone to download to tell you where people have defecated and where they have dropped off their needles. (laughs) I know. This is not American. I know, I know. We have ceased to live in America. We can still get it back. I would rather America, right now, go back to the frontier. Go back to the Wild West. Let's restart, because where we're heading right now is New World Order, Total Rule, Matrix Reloaded-style sci-fi stuff that I, I... I shake my head and I say, this is stupid that I'm even saying this, but you have people like Bill Gates and George Soros and our current government and other world leaders who want you to live in this dystopian future where you don't own anything. You don't have the right to self-protection. You have very little freedoms. There are more laws than there are freedoms. Uh, you know, you know what that sounds like? That sounds like you know, Judge Dredd is what it sounds like to me. It sounds like the society in Demolition Man where Sylvester Stallone was brought back to life and everyone is wearing togas and singing songs about, you know, the Jolly Green Giant. If you've never seen Demolition Man, I swear to God, that's the direction this country is going. Uh, that That is what's going to happen if we don't start to fight back. And the problem is, We cannot fight back at the polls anymore and seem to make a difference. Where can we really start to fight back? Honestly, I think people need to abandon cities. I think people need to utterly abandon cities, abandon the Democratic gulag that is your major city, that is your state capital, and start something new. You can refuse to pay taxes you can refuse to use the services of the government and create your own dang services. Create your own cities. And when they say, hey, you can't do that, well, when there's 10,000 of you, say, hey, stop us. You know, that is what it's going to take. It takes a form of peaceful rebellion to let the government know these people mean business and their business is affecting our monetary fund. Maybe then... They'll listen. But Dave, we may be way beyond that. We may have crossed the Rubicon of not going back. Uh, I think 2020 with the elections was a very big eye-awakening event with how brazen the left is at stealing an election. And we already don't trust the politicians as it is. We already don't trust our political election system as it is, even with DHS Supposedly overseeing it and protecting it, but every time something bad happens, they say, "Oh, well, damn Russians did it. No, the Democrats did it, and it's proven the Democrats have done it. But when you have the Democrats who rule the Supreme Court, who are almost every u s attorney or district attorney or politician or now military general in the Pentagon, what can you do, Dave? I would have to say it like this. It seems like if we're playing 3D chess, the Democrats which I would have to say at this point are just you know, unannounced communists, have been planning this takeover for quite some time. And it looks like they're almost completely in place for whatever their next phases of plans are.
0: They're uh, going to break our will, and they're going to kill a lot of people. That's what communists do. See, people say, oh, that's hyperbole, Dave, Fear fearmonger, fearmonger. Show me a communist revolution that didn't have extreme purges. Stalin killed over 20 million of his own people. And that doesn't even count the Ukraine was starving them to death. And then you take a look at uh, Mao Zedong, estimated 60 to 70 million. Hitler, 12 million. Um, people. This, these are the same people. They have the Chinese social credit system that's unveiled right now. I mean, well, what makes you think they're not going to go all the way with this?
1: Well, you know, something that's really funny with every comment taken, and uh, I don't know if Antifa or any of these loony leftists have been told this yet, one demographic that has always been publicly executed or thrown in the gulags has also been the homosexual society. Every single time, from the Cubans, the Venezuelans, the Chileans, the uh, Nicaragua, then you have the Vietnam, uh, Pol Pot, uh, North Korea, China, <laughs> Russia. I mean, we can keep going with this, and yet that seems to be the armed militia of the left right now. I don't understand the direction, but I understand the intent. I would say the intent and the direction are going in the same path, and it's eventually going to lead to, I believe, a kinetic shooting war with the conservative right. Now, I do say the conservative right and not just the right because I don't trust Republicans anymore.
0: No, you shouldn't.
1: No, I, I don't trust them. I am not a Republican anymore. I, I'm, I would dare say I'm just an independent. I'm going to use this thing between my ears called a brain. I'm going to investigate, and I'm going to research the people I want to vote for. And I'm not going to be pressured into it because, well, if you don't vote Republican, then the Democrats will just win everything. The Republicans and the Democrats, the right wing and the left wing, both attach the same bird apparently. Because the Republicans are also on the bill to help ban weapons in this country. I I had to bite my tongue for that. And the left wing is all about it. So when we have people who say, I'm a conservative, and they also said, nope, I'm going to vote for Biden and not for Trump, come on, man, you're kind of just, you're telegraphing your punches at this point. The American people spoke up and said, we wanted President Trump to be reelected, not because we liked the man, we liked the intent that he had for the country. If anything, at least he proclaimed the name of Jesus. At least he wanted to protect the churches. At least he wanted to protect the sanctity that is America. At least he wanted, at some point, to end abortion. And Roe versus Wade is going on right now, and it may actually be thrown out of court. Uh, so yippee, hooray for that! But we had a guy in the office, and I don't care, you know, what all these different prophetic beliefs and all this stuff is about about Trump. I'm talking about plain as day, Trump wanted to be like us he as much as he could not be he wanted to be like us but i think dave at the end of the day we have so many deep state leftists in the government that nothing that that man could have done would have succeeded i saw it i saw it personally within dhs just how many people were hardcore obama to the point that it was weird and creepy If you're a government employee right now and you're a conservative, you're going to shake your head and laugh. How many different employees that uh, voted for Obama would have, like, this voodoo shrine erected in their cubicle? It it was weird, man. Uh, And you didn't see that from anyone with Trump because, my God, if you had anything that said MAGA, you were immediately targeted.
0: I know. Doug, we're going to have to hold it here. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard two related views. But enough diversity there that you get to test out what you think is true, which is why this show exists. It's a good show. And his show is a good show. Uh, Monday through Friday, American Vindicta, 11 p.m., Global Star Radio Network. Doug, we're up against the, the clock. we got a scoot. Thanks so much. This has been the Doug and Dave Intel Report. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it.